welcome to the Daily Dose with Boss, where we speak to various founders, CEOs, entrepreneurs about their life and journey in business. Come join us as they inspire the next generation of founders. Daily Dose with Boss. We're back bigger, better, and with more juicier content. Come on. Guys, I'm so excited to be back. Season one was great. Season two is going to be amazing. And I mean, the guest list was loaded. The stories were truly inspiring. And I don't even know what to say. I just want to say thank you to everyone that supported us so far. And for those that are joining that are new to listen, come on, buckle up. It's going to be amazing. I just want to welcome our first guest, Anatoly Lebinsky. He's the founder of Golden Stream Media. Golden Stream Media is an e-commerce agency that helps start businesses from scratch for beginners and scale them into successful brands. GSM has already made over $12 million for their clients. Anatoly, thank you so much for coming on, sharing your story in how just a few years you've turned from a waiter into the owner of a successful business, GSM. Wow, it's amazing daily dose of boss we're now on spotify apple music and all the other streaming platforms as well as youtube guys don't forget to like comment and subscribe thank you hello and welcome to another episode of daily dose of boss today i'm very excited because we've got another guest on who i'm ready raring to go to hear about his story not only is he a husband and a father he's also the founder of golden street media and also an eight-figure e-commerce expert and also one of the members of forbes business council and i tell you how are you doing today hey jason Thanks for the warm welcome and I appreciate to be here and I'm doing really awesome and looking forward to share as much as possible with the audience, which is hopefully going to be working for them if they implement and especially show them what is possible and how to manage that or other life situations, especially we're going to be speaking about life and the business altogether. So yeah. looking forward to share all my journey or whatever is going to be valuable for audience. Looking forward for feedback as well. That sounds good. And I mean, as I've got to know you and speak to you, I think we had a few conversations and also understand where you are in the space. A lot has happened and you've gone from working in Dubai as a waiter to now having an eight-figure business. You, you have a family now, you you have a child, you have, you're married as well. And you've been successful on all different fronts. And I would say it's not always as it seems. There's much more to it than just what you see on the social media or the accolades and the awards and stuff. So I'm looking forward to get into that. And I think before people become successful, there's always some traits or some things that may be happening in their childhood or their background that kind of spur them on. I don't know if your path is a bit different or similar, but we can talk about that. How was your childhood? I mean, you grew up in Ukraine, right? And where did it all start for you? Oh, yeah, it's actually a great subject about the childhood. So basically, my story about the e-commerce started in Dubai, but my whole story about who I am today, it's for sure from the childhood because uh, this is where I start understanding that something is really wrong in my life because I wasn't grow up in the poor family, like really poor, because there is a different stories of people who become like self-made, yeah. uh, wealthy person from the like street, homeless. No, I was really in the nice family, full of financial problems. It's true. Like we were full on 
debt. We had problems with paying for our house. I mean, we were living in the house for three years without any kind of uh, refurbishing inside. It was just naked walls, like like blocks were seen around. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, yeah, because we had not enough money to recover it, to make it uh, fully proper way. Yeah. And we took the loan, we just took the mortgage on our house to make this kind of refurbishing. And at the end, we were supposed, to, I, I was 16 or 15, but I supposed to work together with school to help my mom to pay this loan. After that, I, I went to university and supposed to pay for university by myself as well, because my mom was trying to help me, but she was just deeper and deeper down in the debt. My father has business fully unsuccessfully and he lost his health. He got diabetes. Like when I was looking on entrepreneurship in the childhood, for me, it was the nightmare. I was looking on my father and I was saying to myself, I will never, ever be an entrepreneur. The future is like working for someone else, we get management position, uh, deliver the value, make the money. But I, and even make the money for me, it was like I was thinking too small because all my life from 16, first job for which I got, it was 13 years old. Wow. Uh, yeah, I was cleaning graffiti uh, on the like kind of mountain place. And after that, 14, I started working on construction site. Okay. So on construction, uh, on the weekends, on the holidays, my friends were traveling somewhere. I was working with some other buddies of mine who need money as well. So, yeah. I mean, I wasn't that poor, but if I want something in life, I have to go and earn it. I mean, I have to go and make the money for it. And I didn't think about mental work. I was thinking only everything is possible only to do the physical job. So I was doing the construction, cleaning, uh, whatever it was like possible. Even in the bus, I was collecting money and giving tickets. (laughs) Like even that kind of job one season I have made. And I went to university and finished with master's degree in finances and banking. And my family was proud of me because in my family, nobody had education, like university education. And it was a big thing for us. And I finished that with the debt <laughs> and I wasn't able to, like, I, I was living like, as, as everyone, I believe everyone will understand. I have to pay for the checks. I need to have extra money for living. So, and I started working in the bank. And I used to work in the bank like up to three years and I like understand that. And I started working in the bank at 18 years old, 18. Yeah. And 20 till 21 and, and 18 years old in 19, after one year I started, I became like one of the three top three guys in our department and they moved me to VAP department to deal with the entrepreneurs from my country, from the local cities, from the region. It was a big move. Again, parents are proud, but I'm not making any money. It's a mini yeah. job, yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm just diving into the work in the banking, and there is no outcome. But that experience with with the in the VAP department for the entrepreneurs to get them overdraft loans, it's like a short loans for the business to manage cash flow. That gave me huge understanding about the businesses, how it's working from inside. And because I was personally a 19-year-old kid, was analyzing the businesses, financial systems of the guys who are 40-plus years old. It was funny mm. for me, but it was an amazing experience about understanding the business in general. 
And again, it's nothing changed for me. I mean, still no money. I changed the job from bank to sales in the private sector for like uh, alcohol. We, we used to work with the supermarkets. After that, cookies, candies, factory. I start making quite okay money for my country. I was managed to have a fun and in the same time pay the loan, but it wasn't stay long. I mean, I understood that uh, it just, again, I'm just circling. And my dream was to move out to some other country, first of all, to make more money. Secondly, just to see the world. And I got chance to get a job in Dubai. Okay. Guy, guy with master degree in finances, but uh, I got a job as a uh, runner. It's okay. uh, in Abu Dhabi, mm-hmm. uh, in the restaurant named Cipriani, to clean dirty plates from the table and bring to the kitchen. I had no English, nothing, but I decided to move and make this step and just do whatever it takes to earn more money and succeed. How did you feel going from working in a bank in Ukraine? I mean, it's not the, you're not the manager, you're not the bank manager, but you're working in a bank in Ukraine. Now you've gone to Abu Dhabi and you're cleaning back, you're cleaning dishes in the back office of a restaurant. Like, Talk me through how you're feeling. Is it, okay, I've just got to get through the season or you're disappointed in yourself? Like, how are you feeling? Actually, no, nobody asked me this question. It's an awesome question. Thanks, man. Yeah. To be honest, Jason, what was my feelings that moment? I was the happiest person in the world. I understood how horrible it is. But for me, as a person who grew up in the full of financial problems family, for a person who went through the education, working in the bank, which is I was thinking it will be a dream job and disappointed a lot, yeah. I understood it's not about where you work. It's about how much you make. And to compare with the Ukraine, I was making not much more on that position, but I had open world in front of me when i came in dubai or in abu dhabi that moment i was like no way the world is so big there Mm -hmm. is so much opportunities there is so yeah yeah, in three weeks i didn't know english it was full of spanish italian and filipino people in the team and i didn't know english for me first three weeks was horrible but i start, start studying english start a bit talking and i obviously what i done always in my life i just push forward myself to be better in where i am right now in the like doesn't matter where i am i supposed to be the best and i really done such an incredible push in terms of proving my english and in terms of show up that in three weeks when we open a restaurant they move me from runner to assistant waiter which okay. is i was already just bringing drinks taking the orders time to time so it is i understand it's nothing but for me it was a, it's a big thing yeah no like i, I only one got promoted in three weeks okay. and it was really awesome but i was always looking for something better i oh, i have master degree okay let's let's think where i'm going i was trying and from that moment fails are started i felt so many times because i was applying for hundreds and hundreds after that because i was used to stay in dubai five years first okay. three, three first three and a half years i used to work in the hospitality and non-stop applying for different job positions and at the end on the last half year i applied for over thousands of uh, applications and I always fail. If I have interview, always fail. Always rejection. Even interview when sounds so great, you feeling like you know, like you understand each other. Like yeah. they don't care about my English. They like you feeling like, oh my god, that's for me. That's mine. And they're telling you, sorry, we have to get someone else. Yeah. 
or cabin crew. I was planning to be a cabin crew this, uh, because I want to travel around the world. I want to have cabin crew. I, I went through eight steps of the interview and uh, from three times, two times I got to final. Final was everything great. And after that message in two weeks, because um, they given an answer in two weeks. So now you must, when you get on the planes, you must look at the guys and be like, I wanted to be like you guys, but now I'm in business class. <laughs> yeah, actually that was, that was something similar. Like I was, uh, I realized that when I've been in Cipriani, because our clients were super VIP guests, like okay. a really, it's expensive place. Yeah. And I understood that I'm around them and I was trying to talk to them. Like I'm a, I'm a freaking like assistant waiter. When I moved to Dubai, I went to Roberto's restaurant where it was like DAFC place. DAFC it's Dubai Financial International Center. So there was only businessmen, only like a CEOs, businessmen, high positions, people having lunch, dinner. And what I done, all the waiters were cleaning, taking orders. And I was talking to them. I was selling myself. I'm a financial guy. I'm blah, blah, blah. I, I was selling myself. Yeah. And plus, plus, in the way, uh, why I, I'm proud that I've been in hospitality, to be honest with you, because it was hard, a kind of horrible experience. Mm -hmm. But from another way, one person who is the CEO of the big pharmaceutical company teach me one thing on interview that he was a waiter as well. He's 40 plus, he's the big guy. And he said, you know, I've been a waiter as well. Yeah. And he said to me something that it's the best life experience ever to be a great leader or running your own business. I didn't understand that time. He exp tried to explain me that you learn in their great time management. It's true. And plus, you know how to sell. Because what's the thing when I used to work in the high quality restaurants, we always had the trainings of upselling, selling. When person already full, you, you can offer extra like coffee, tea, takeaway. You just know how to present that person even full, but he want to try because you make it sweet as possible. Wine, $3,000, you tell him not kind of what kind of grapes is that. You tell him the story, how people from 18th century were growing that uh, grapes and the family business. You just start sharing the story about he lost his wife. He decided to like present that bottle, blah, blah, blah. Like you start selling stories and you yeah. understood that stories is the number one thing real yeah. stories not like real just, stories yeah. yeah you just you just study the subject and after that you're not selling the product you're selling the story and yeah. people buying wine for three thousand not because of taste to be honest taste is horrible i'm trying the wine for 500 it's nice trying yeah. wine for 3k is horrible, like, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah it's, it's just my opinion because i don't yeah. I, I i don't love red wine but okay. this is what I had feeling. Cool. Anyway, I learned the sales. I, at that moment, I had a girlfriend from Ukraine. She moved to me. We got married. And finally, I got the job. To be honest with you, how I got the job, I was going through the high buildings, high uh, skyscrapers. It's yeah. 60, 40, 60 floors. Wow. I was going to the last floor. There is a, actually a reception in the in the first floor. You are not able to pass through. So I was, I, was, I was saying some stories that I have to visit one guy upstairs. Like it was hard. But anyway, I was passed through yeah. going to the last floor, let's say 60 floor. And by stairs going down floor by floor, just giving CVs everywhere. Wow. It, was, it, it was every single day off in the restaurant. I'm just like that. My friend was going with the bag full of CVs. With CVs. Me, and I take the CV going in the office. Wow. <laughs> I, I wanted to say, as you're talking, for anyone listening and watching, like they don't see 
this side of you because it's like okay on social media on twitter on instagram on tiktok you are this person who just comes and says hey five tips in growing your brand through ads and do this and do that but they don't know that it's been years and years of putting together and as you spoke about the bank i was like okay so he knows the financial sides of the business like you know when, when it, now a bank is talking to you about we've got to do this we've got to do that you'll be like okay i've heard this before okay i think i know what to change and then it comes down to the sell side of things you really know how to sell yourself and then it comes down to the customer service again you know where to be genuine and real and have that the pressure points to kind of talk with and connect with people so it's destiny it's like it literally as you're talking i'm like every single step and if you would have stopped or you would have been discouraged i don't think maybe you'd be here today you know or you would have taken a different path completely i or we wouldn't even know each other to be honest and so okay cool you so getting back to your story you said okay so you married your wife you're in dubai at the moment and, and what next yeah so i just want to actually add it to your point because really yeah. it's a full of steps during the years even not understanding where it would bring you but it's full of steps to build you who you are and the thing is like really what was make me difference i was always broke in dubai because i was thinking i will make money and i will be like saving money unfortunately i i got married uh, i bring the wife i start i since i bring the wife i have to move out from the apartments from the accommodation which is was free for me then pay out from by myself where like it was a kind of expensive for that moment for me what i'm just trying to say all my friends who were come as well there like from ukraine later on we, we brought totally nine friends from childhood in the, so it, we, we were really like happy to work all in the similar places next yeah. to each other. What's the difference? Only me, I was always trying to get the better work and always push myself forward for the better position. So okay. they were sitting straight and saving money and they have money and I had no money but always on some other better place. And uh, they were like, you have to stop, you have to wait, you have to save. Because uh, if you uh, resign before contract is ended in Dubai, you have to pay the fine. Yeah, fine is two salaries, which is I never had in my pocket, you know? Wow. So it was always difficult. I, I burned the money from guys who are saving and staying all the time, my friends. And yeah. I was moving, 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 moving. And they said, wait, at least one, one year, just wait to save money. I said, no, I cannot wait. I don't want to wait. I want get something better. Because hospitality, is, it was for me just a bridge to come there, study English and after that move to the financial sector or somewhere. Yeah, so basically I was going through the skyscrapers. To be honest with you, it was useless. <laughs> but at least this was the approach. I mean, and I had a couple of the wonderful interviews because of the guests in the restaurant. So I was telling myself, they said, listen, like you're a good sales guy. Just like take the business card, call me. And it was a couple of times happened. A couple of times people were just lying. I was calling them. They're like, oh, you know, I like, okay, got it. But anyway, I was trying, I was pushing. And this kind of cold calls when you speak to some super wealthy person and you're like, nobody, it's feeling hard to, to make this step, but I will just, doesn't matter. I will call it. I will try to yeah, push. Yeah. I, will get, I will try to get my thing. And a few times I get really unbelievable awesome interviews. Everything was great. And I just made some wrong answer one time, or I just answer everything is great. And there was me and lady and they decided to go with lady. It was unbelievable, stupid reasons why I didn't get the nice job. 
I'm that moment I start studying the books about motivation because it was hard to move forward without motivation. And I started reading uh, inspiration books, motivation, no excuses from Brian Tracy. It was just fucking brain killer for me. It's yeah. an unbelievable mindset changing book. And I have to done it. I have to done it. I will, I will get another job. I will, I will be better. So I read that moment as well. Jack Ma, uh, his uh, notes and uh, and his story and I was uh, and I put myself obviously it's not close me and him but I yeah. put my my story next to him because he rejected twenty five times on different works uh, even McDonald's reject him to That's come crazy. into the business <laughs> yeah so yeah. I, I was like oh my god I'm always getting rejected it and like I put to myself understanding something else is waiting for me I was reading him and like oh my god this is a, I believe I believe this is that is why I didn't get the job that is yeah. why I'm not getting that job this job just because something is waiting for me something else and my wife said to me in one day ah okay so I already found out a job in another sector out of hospitality finally because I got the dr- driving license I invest in driving license thousand dollars which is, was incredible amount for me at that moment I spent money because I've, I've been with my wife she was working as well so I was able finally to have some finances together and I got the driving license and I got a job in the construction sector where I'm going to be having a car from the company and working as a salesman. I was like, perfect, I'm I'm all in. But salary was two times lower than in hospitality. So so annoying, man. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, I I said to my wife, we made a deal, like, listen, you work and me work, and I'm, I'm doing that just to finally kick out of hospitality and stay on the right path and she said okay together we'll manage we were renting the simple room with filipino family in the apartment so we had only room no we never had apartments together because it was expensive for us and i moved to that sector five months we i became completely broke because like two times less salary and i started searching for some part times i had once in a month two to two in a month like some waiter job in some bars like after after the duties in the construction site but February 2000, here is where is the real story begin of e-commerce. February 2017, I came home. It was to 24th of February. My wife said to me, I'm pregnant. And I was so happy. But in the same time, I became so scared because we have nothing, no savings, nothing. We just able to survive because working together. And now yeah. I understand that my wife will lose the job. We will not have insurance, which is without insurance. It's around $7,000 delivery of the baby in Dubai. Wow. And I like completely, I said, listen, let me go in the pharmacy to get another test to make sure that it is correct. I mean, yeah. because like we want to make sure. My wife is scared because she understands she is she understood even deeper than me what kind of situation we have, like how we can bring baby in this world. Yeah. And you know what is important? My wife was a really wealthy, successful person in pharmaceutical business in Ukraine. I mean, and she, and she left everything because of me and came. And wow. she sort of said, I, I will be with you and we'll deal with everything. I was like, that's why she became my wife. It mattered for me. But that moment she was crying and she like how are we gonna manage so i went to the pharmacy outside it was 
plus 35 or plus 40 degrees outside in Dubai, sun, and I'm just like going and my legs are shaking, like my knees are shaking. And uh, I will never forget that feeling. And I'm just stuck on the street. I couldn't walk. I'm just almost crying and like, what I'm going to be doing. And that moment I promised to myself, I will do whatever it takes to bring my child in this world in different financial position where I am were in the childhood and where I am right now as for today. Wow. And I just took another test, came back, started uh, telling to my wife everything will be fine. And in five months, unfortunately, I supposed to make a decision to bring her back to Ukraine because we have no money anymore to pay for the even room and yeah. to keep her there because she's supposed to resign at work and yeah like i in that moment i found out another job as always i said i'm pushing my forward myself all the time in the gas company it was my dream oh. gas or, or petrol company in, in uae yeah. This was, like that. yeah yeah it, I, I was looking at it as a high level performance management like okay. making money and i went there i said to my wife listen you going to ukraine i'm going there i'm making money we're gonna be great i was like i, I found out and unfortunately, the salary was exactly the same as a previous job, but they oh, were no, come on, but, they, but, but they were promising big commissions because of the deals, like deals on millions and millions, uh, like uh, 300, $500,000 each yeah. deal. And you're going to be getting commission. And I was like, whoa, I'm going to be doing that. I always on the long term guy. I'm not yeah. looking on the make money right now. And as always in the practice, it, it was a lie. We ended the a year. I'm just going a bit on the future, but just to let you know about this job, like we end the year, I closed like several millions deals. Okay. And I was like third guy of performance in the team and we didn't get any commissions. It no was a way. lie. Yeah. And already I wasn't cared that moment because that moment I was already in e-commerce. So coming back in okay. the moment, in the moment when I uh, drove my wife to Ukraine, I went back, I got bad space in the two bedroom apartments, whereas another seven guys was leaving and just start thinking, what else? What else I can do? Okay, more waiter jobs on the part times. So yeah. Let's do it. 7.30 till 5.30, 7.30am to 5.30pm, I'm in the gas company. 6.30, I'm already somewhere on the private villas, bars, restaurants, 11pm sometimes in the nightclubs, serving serving so it's became from couple of times a month it became couple of times a week and later on it became every single night every, every night. single wow. yeah and uh, during this time i found out the book uh rich that poor dad oh and, that's the book for everyone isn't it <laughs> and that is was the life changing moment in terms of understanding i want to be an entrepreneur so okay. that's why i told you at the beginning about my father I yeah. said to me, I will never do any kind of entrepreneurship in my life because it's, mm-hmm. it is as it is. My, my father lost really like health on it. Okay. And I just understood that because of the right books, I understood that mental things supposed to be different. My father didn't get that. Yeah. And second thing, I understood the, the itself, the model from the Robert Kiyosaki. I start reading more books from him and more books about sales from the Brian Tracy. And after that, I opened to myself a Grand Cardone. 10x rules and be obsessed or be average. That was freaking incredible, which has helped me to survive in e-commerce at the beginning. So... 
I just like, okay, done. I'm going to be searching for business models. What can yeah. we do as a business? While I was working in that gas company, I wasn't really, I was scared about that, obviously, but I was thinking already, what can I do by myself? I have one question. Sorry to cut you off. It's a very strange question, but do you miss anything from that time in Dubai, the struggle, the hustle? Do you miss anything from that time? I would tell you, I super, super glad that I had that time. Okay. Because when I'm coming back in my memories, I always smiling, even especially the biggest fails, which is I had, which is I remember I was almost crying and even crying. Yeah. There was, was such a painful moments in life about always failing with no reason. When someone really worse than you, I'm not saying that I'm the best, but I'm saying I know that on the logical way, on the particular station, I was better. Yeah, and I was feeling there's no reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was really, really difficult. And plus, there was a moment when I brought already my wife back to Dubai, and my gas company promised me that they will pay me 25k for the apartments, for flight tickets, that so on, so on, so on. I make some money on e-commerce. I borrow some money from friends, and I just bring them. And after that, they said, "No, we won't give you anything." Sorry, but uh, yeah, yeah, we were telling you, but mm, sorry, it's not the best time. And I was like, it was, it was discussion to discuss, to be honest. And it was horrible. I was crying in the car because so everything what I made in e-commerce. So there was not much because I I lost as well. There is like fails came. I wanted to ask another question for anyone listening. Just to recap again, we've spoken a bit extensive into Anatoly's background and childhood. And I mean, growing up in Ukraine, working in the bank and then moving to Dubai. And I think when you said that life-changing moment when your wife said she's pregnant, you're on the street, on the way to the pharmacy, shaking, don't know what to do, excited, happy, but also worried and anxious. And you just say, no, I've got to do this. Like there can't be like no other option but to do well and be successful in life. I think that's definitely like a, a milestone or time in your life where you said it, that kind of clicked that kind of click bites what you need to do and then now moving on to okay you went back to ukraine and you're working a bit in e-commerce as well and doing a few other things so just to be on a lighter note i'll tell you i just wanted to take it a bit onto the sector where is this or that it's basically just a few other questions for people to understand you a bit more as a person so tea or coffee messi or ronaldo that type of stuff and yeah so are you ready yeah of course cool 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 okay would you rather live in the past the present or the future uh in the present for sure cool 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 if you meet a celebrity would you rather take a picture or have an autograph (laughs) i met several celebrities in my life because of the places where i used to work yeah and to be honest i would better start talking to them about something general than asking for picture or photography because it was it was super horrible to do that to be honest with you okay but yeah picture i would say picture yeah (laughs) would you rather face your enemy or face your fear face my fear for sure okay cool that's what pushing us forward okay and would you rather have a friend who is a peacemaker or a troublemaker? <laughs> <laughs> oh, peacemaker, for sure. Peacemaker. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Do you rather like to give advice or to receive advice? Receive advice from people who are about me in, in where I want to be. Okay. That's for sure. That sounds good. Okay. In terms of seasons, do you like summer or winter? Summer. Summer. 100%. Okay. Cool. US or UK? 
I bo- love both, being played in both places, in terms of business perspective and in terms of growth, US. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Cool. Pluses Sounds- and minuses in both, but US. <laughs> okay. Would you rather be a mind reader or someone who can teleport? Yeah, to be in other places. Other I mean, people. I okay. love to travel a lot. Cool. Okay. Would you rather wear dark color clothing or bright colors? Dark. Dark. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Okay. And if you had a choice, would you go on a cruise in Europe or on a cruise in the Caribbean? Caribbean, because I haven't been there. Okay, cool. That sounds good. Okay. Chicken and chips or pizza? Pizza. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Would you rather have a night in or a night out with friends? Mm, Night out, I believe. Night out. Okay, cool. Do you prefer to close a business deal in person or online? No, only online. Nothing on offline. Never. Okay, interesting. Would you rather like to be an employee or the boss? <laughs> I don't like to be any of these options, but I want to be. I, I, I love to be a leader. We leader. have in our company okay. a leader. We don't have a boss. It's two different things. Yeah, that's very true. Okay, are you good with movies? Yeah, I love movies. Okay, cool. <laughs> Karate Kid or Back to the Future? Back to the Future, my favorite from childhood. Come on. I, just yesterday, we finished part three with my son. Oh, okay. okay. That sounds good. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Toy Story or Monsters, Inc.? Oh, good good questions. Before, it was Monsters, Inc., but I would say Toy Story because recently, we as well finished with my son. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. That sounds good. Would you rather volunteer your time or donate money? A bit of both, but we are donating actively. So okay. yeah, a bit of both, but donation is like in terms of the time's perspective, mm-hmm. donation is uh, the the best. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Do you rather love to motivate or inspire? We're doing both a lot with the team, I mean, but... I would say motivation. No, in both of them, it's like quite similar for me. Yeah, but inspire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So motivation for sure is like I love motivate people. Okay. That's why I'm telling my story in the details because people, when they hear that there is, they are not alone. They felt several times in their own. They yeah. were maybe drug addicted or whatever. There is different stories in the world. But the matter is, whatever challenge you have in your life, but if you deal with that, you will manage, mm. and you able to make yourself as who you want to see yourself. So yeah. that's why motivation is like, I love to share motivation and inspiring people. Okay, okay, cool. Are you more of a spontaneous person or more of a planner? Planner. Planner, okay. Who would you rather like to meet, dinosaurs or aliens? <laughs> mm, if dinosaurs won't eat me, so most probably dinosaurs. <laughs> okay, cool. What is the better... Well, I don't know if it's the better situation to be in or the worst situation to be in. Flat tire or runner of petrol? Uh, the worst, yeah? Yeah, the worst, yeah. Uh, in my case right now, lose the petrol. Lose the petrol, yeah. Yeah, in yeah. my end, because mm. I'm traveling for six months. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay, cool. Would you rather take your clothes to the dry cleaners or use it in a washing machine in your house? It depends, okay. but uh, but washing machine in the house. And then if you're in a relationship, would you rather break up with the person over a text message or in person? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, in person. O- only in person. Only in person. Ha- harder, like dealing with fear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coming back to other answers. <laughs> cool, cool. Okay, the last one, the last one. Are you more of a texter or more of a phone caller? Phone caller. 
hundred person audio messages, phone call, or yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That sounds great. So for anyone that's just tuned in, is listening or is watching, this is the Daily Dose with Boss. I'm here with Anatoly, and he is eight figure e-commerce expert and also the founder of Golden Stream media i'm loving this chat i hope you are as well we've spoken a bit about his background how he got into business from dubai till now and we also have just done a bit of this or that to just get to know him maybe as a person i also wanted to touch briefly on leaving ukraine recently in the war i think in our last conversation we spoke about it briefly it is a very delicate subject and it's very sad to see what's happening in ukraine currently and you mentioned that you, you escaped the war when it just began. What was it like? How did you escape? Yeah, for those kind of first few days. So just to make it clear, uh, yes, I'm from Ukraine. The thing has happened on 24th of February. And that's why I just mentioned a few minutes ago that the last six months I'm traveling, unfortunately. This time, unfortunately, because I'm traveling, not because I want, because we have to. We cannot come back in Ukraine. The number one thing uh, when it happens to make it clear, I was alone with my son, four-year-old boy, and my wife, I give her for 14th of February the gift. I bought for her a tour to Spain with a fitness tour with bloggers. So I just said to her, take rest and enjoy the time. And one week I was staying with my son. When she left in three days, everything started. And I was alone with him. It was 6 a.m. Everyone was calling me. And on the background was explosions, shilling in Melitopol from my relatives. My father was calling me calling me that time. I was in Kiev. And I was asleep when first explode happened. And I just went to the windows and we were on the fourth floor. And I have seen how crowd is just running around with the languages pulling into the car cars and was like just running. Like I was it was i'm staying i'm looking in the window i'm listening to someone on the call and i couldn't believe that it happened to me because i, w- I went to sleep at 3 a.m and 4 a.m everything happens 6 a.m wow. i got w- wake up yeah. by family relatives and i'm looking on my son i'm alone i'm without my wife because always my son on my wife i'm thinking about business i'm thinking about how to make money i'm thinking about where we would go to travel Mm -hmm. like i'm thinking about always that part and my wife was all about son always i mean ever and here i'm alone i don't know what to like what should i do i mean it was such a scared moment like that morning i never had yet in my life i believe like most of the ukrainians I just stuck, no, I didn't stuck to be honest. I was just running three rooms between the rooms like that in the apartments. I was just running and didn't know what to do. I was, and my son was sleeping in the bed. Yeah, I called to my wife. I said, this has happened. And she was crying and said, no worries. We, we will find out the solution. And obviously the border wall became close to the man because, yeah. of, the, because of the war. Yeah. And officially war started. I just took my son, we grab everything together, whatever we can. And we sit down in the car with our friends on another car. By two cars, we went. Everyone was going through Zhitomer Highway, where is people, like to let you understand, one of my assistants, she tried to move from Kiev to, through that highway. Okay. She stayed there. She stayed on the exit of the Kiev for one day. And she returned and came back in the basement and staying in the basement after that 10 days because she was not able to leave. There was always traffic jam. 
yeah. there was a people stop plus no petrols on the gas stations no petrols and my back was my back always full my car always full of petrol but this time i don't know how but i had almost like empty uh, car and i like like as always in my end it's always yeah, fucked yeah, up. Yeah. it's the biggest uh, the biggest fucked up ever yeah and i take my son i just go uh, start hiking for the petrol station there is a queue one kilometers queue in the petrol station but i just made a always in my end i will squeeze you know I, I will do whatever i can to like they're just staying and i'm just squeezing between yeah. them so we i in three hours i got the petrol and we went through another way which is more dangerous next to the russia border highway where is okay. nobody was going and wow. me and my friend he said i know the road let's go with me Anyway, it was like tanks. It was several shit on the way. Mm-hmm. The thing is that we came to the border and I stay in the queue for four days. We were living almost four days. We were living in the car with my son. And we heard more and we read more and more news that borders is closed. Nobody would give you a chance to pass through. Nobody. Everyone. I call in the government. There is a couple of people who I know, government friends. I, yeah. I call into friends, fathers, friends, and all. Like, how can I cross cross through? How, everyone saying no. Go back in Kiev. Go. And in Kiev started the most horrible time in that moment when they came in. There was hard moments in that part, the beginning of the war. Like first was one month in in, in the Kiev was hell. And I said no. With the sun, I won't go back. No way. And we stay on the border and back back to us. It was there was quiet because all the things are going in the Kiev are going in the west of the country or east sorry and we stay in another part of the country and here is back us like three kilometers from us huge explosion three times and like you can you can see it or you can hear it from where yeah no i I, we can see it we can hear it like it's it's but i even record the video like i said no now for sure for sure no way back because uh, this city which we crossed to go there it was through the military city that was full of military like schools universities so they bombarded exactly that place and i said only moving forward and my friend said friend said oh it's fine if no we're going back i said wow not not in my case and how is, and how is your son feeling at this time in moment in time with you to be honest with you, I was scared because I understood that I have, I have to wake him up and explain by four-year-old boy, I have to explain, please listen to me. Mm-hmm. And it, I didn't believe that it would be working. So I just woke him up six 6.45 in the morning, like, Maxim, please wait. And he started crying because I just woke him up. I said, wait wait yeah. please wait and i start explaining to him listen now it's the most do you want to see mom again he said yes this is the moment where you have to listen to your father you have to eat whatever i told you because he was always difficult in eating everything okay. he was eat the only particular food okay. i said you're gonna be eat whatever i will give you yeah. and you're gonna be listen to me and doing whatever i would tell to you it's very very important you have to listen i said did you get it he said yes pa. please don't cry just be calm and i will deal with everything he said okay hey guys thank you for listening to this episode just a quick promo and our guest for today is giving everyone a full audit of their e-commerce sites for absolutely free yes for free book a call with him enter the promo code ddb which it stands for daily dose of boss and 
yeah, you get a full audit of your e-commerce site. During the call, he will also give you a PDF ebook, still my ad for free. This book basically is a complete guide on how to kind of perfect your ad copy for your advertising. Just read, implement and start running ads. Thank you so much for listening. And when we were living in the car, he was already understanding what's going on because I was on the phones all the time. Yeah. And he was like, I want to see my mom. And I said, if you want to see mom, you have to deal. We have to be here with me in the car. So we were living for four days in the car. He grow minimum for one year. That's for sure. Ment- mentally. Yeah. He, be- he became so strong. He became so smarter and understanding all everything was happening. And when we came to the border, the guys directly told us go back That's because I'm, I'm, I'm not qualified i said no I, I have a son i won't go back go back i told you like he just start uh, showing the uh, kalashnikov all the shit. i said no yeah. i won't go anywhere please don't do that call your boss yeah go from go from here and i'm just staying they start already like pointing the, by their guns on, on us, like go away. My son starts crying. He just grabbed me on the hands. Like I said, please, we have to move. I mean, and why, why I was doing that? It's not because to I know that I'm not eligible to go yeah. legally, but there was a point. I started staying in the queue when like on 24th before midnight, we mm-hmm. were stay, uh, still able to cross the border. But okay. because queue was three and a half days, we lose that chance yeah. because they already closed the It's first thing. Second thing, my wife was in Spain when everything started. Not after the war, she crossed the border and went on another side and we have chance to cross with the boy. Not. I had all the proofs. My wife recorded video that she's uh, going to, to Germany from Spain to the shelter where the, she will be protected. And like uh, I was showing that, listen, here is the documents, here is the flight tickets, here is everything. My wife left the country before everything started. I need mm-hmm. to deliver a ba- baby for her. Yeah. I need to move. I need to make uh, him safe. So anyway, rejection was everywhere. I said, my friend, when he was with the pregnant wife, with the four-year-old boy as well, and he, they said, go home. And he said, okay. And he just go back. And he said, are you going with me? I said, man, no, no. I won't go. Uh, yeah, and I spent one day extra on the border itself where I was fighting with all of them. I found the boss. I explained to the boss. I explained again and again and again. I showed the proofs. And I said, listen, whatever you would tell me, I won't leave. So it's a long story. I understand maybe someone doesn't feel that, and someone maybe think it's it's like boring. But to be honest, the main point why I'm sharing that in details, here is an example. My friend and me, he's a great guy. We, We are friends, I mean. but. He just quit and go back. He said, I, from the beginning, said, I won't quit until I will get the point. And it was all the red flags everywhere. Everywhere you are not going to pass the border. I said, I don't care. I will do that. And I was pushing forward. My son is crying and he's on my my hands. And I said, I don't care. I'm going to be crossed. So I spent really a day and after that security, like one guy passed me through to the border itself. I mean, because there is like a gates and after that a border, I was thinking gates, it's a border. I never passed through by car. Yeah. I went to the border and people saying, you're going now on the war. 
I like what? Not even going back. Like they take him on the war. I said, my, I have a four year baby in the car. He's going with you. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, what are you talking about? This is crazy, it, man. It was at night, 1 a.m. And I was already, you know, called to my wife, baby, like we are in, like uh, the borders are, let us pass through. Yeah. All good. But it was gates. It wasn't the border. And I didn't know. I okay. stayed another three hours in the queue. And after my wife already crying that she's waiting for us in Germany, uh, she's going to Poland to vi- visit us, uh, to grab us. I mean, wow. and I just come in and they're saying, you're going to the war now. Wow. And like uh, they calling soldiers to, to pick me up and all the shit. Anyway, I pass legally. I just like because I I have as well what is important. It's white ticket. White ticket. It's where you are in Ukraine eligible. Do not take anything. You are not in the army I, because okay. of the health in yeah. the childhood. Uh, I, oh, I had okay. this white ticket okay. and I'm able to not go there. But okay. because of stress, all the documents I left at home. We didn't take any documents except passports. She said, do you have it? I said, yes, I have it. Why you didn't tell me? I said, because I don't have with me and you won't accept that. She said, yeah, I won't accept it. I see. I've told you. I'm not even pointing out to that. I'm pointing out to you that, and I start explaining to the lady on the border, like, yeah. listen, this is tickets, this is the thing, we're supposed to be in another place, because to, what's the main thing, 25th, 24th, everything started, mm-hmm. 25th, we had the flight tickets to the conference in Dubai. My wife's supposed to flew to Dubai, uh, and we're supposed to meet there. But unfortunately, because everything happened, I had a ticket. I had approval. Like, listen, I shouldn't be here. So like, it's a matter of my wife and not with us. I won't allow my son to go back. There was explosions three, five kilometers back. I won't allow him to go back. Anyway, I'm the person who always dealing with the people to like in the childhood. If someone wants to fight, I'm yeah. going to like a group of 10 people. People okay. want to fight with each other five to five. I'm going to be who stay in between all everyone and staying and controlling and explaining yeah. that it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And trying to figure it out on words. I, I was fighting in my life, but I was always trying to avoid it. If you cannot avoid, obviously you fight. But the same in the situations like that. Uh, I was trying to get... Okay. deal by the words political in political side you know i supposed to be moving forward on the way of eligible like legal way and in the same time logical way because like she was giving such a point which is, has no logic and i said listen so if if you said like this and that it means nobody allowed but you go yeah. she said she like yes i said <laughs> so if yes it means this and that it means that she said Wait a second. You know, I was like just yeah, pointing on yeah. her mistakes. Her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just was using logic, law, which is I, I don't know the law, but I know that I, during those three days I studied some law about yeah. about this particular case. I was just pointing exactly what wow. it makes sense. They just removed the human being and they put it into the what I'm talking to them. They like I will, uh, they will still reject it. And after yeah. that, the guy came who's supposed to take me out and uh, bring back to Ukraine, uh, he said, what's happening? And I explained to him exactly the same, in exactly the same way. And he was like, understanding, like, what, you're, what are you doing for a living? I, I'm a digital advertiser. So like, uh, I said, listen, first of all, we're already helping to Ukraine with, with donations, it's true. And I said, we, I will help more by doing what I'm doing financially. Then I'm going to be taking the gun and do nothing. 
Yeah. And I was like explaining wow. everything and it was the last point what I said and it was okay. only to him. I didn't say to anyone else because okay. he asked me what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. And I, and I explained to him and after that he went to speak with the lady and they said, "Okay, go wow. through and please tell us what you have done to Ukraine." I explained during 3 days I already helped like I I am not promoting that, but we already helped like for some like for some kids uh, there was like internet yeah it's okay. called in, in in english yeah. like the place where kids are growing without parents and mm -hmm. plus we helped some other places in bucha unfortunately there was horrible situation so we helped yeah. with the with the okay. food with other things so i wow. just tell them that they said if you're doing that please keep doing i said mm -hmm. guys i told you I'm doing it just, I even didn't tell you that before because you, yeah. you were not asking. I don't want to promote that. But yeah. you see, if I leave, I'm going to be continuing doing that and I'm going to be giving more value Then I'm going to just stay. And after that, I took the phone number of the guy mm -hmm. who allowed me to go. And I sent him during the first months, I was sending him a pictures, videos and so on for what we have done. I mean, okay. we bought some uh, ja bulletproof jackets, okay. we bought some uh, bulletproof hats, we bought yeah. food, uh, humanitar help yeah. to the people who were moved from the shelling. We've yeah. we, we done a lot of things with our agency, with the guys. And I was sending to him and I, and I was said that, thank you for allowing me to go out. The, I, by that, you help these people to survive. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted to say, I think that's something that definitely, I really do appreciate that, that you're not only just money focused and revenue focused but you also make an impact and genuinely love your country and so thank you so much for that and for your team for that as well wow okay yeah so definitely that sounds great in terms of what you guys have done i wanted to quickly talk about the feeling of now crossing the border and feeling okay you've left the, the kind of the war zone but you are a ukrainian you know it's in you what is that after feeling or after kind of mindset? It is the question on point, I would tell you. Because before I crossed the border, I was feeling only my son, my son, my son, my son. Mm -hmm. I was feeling I have to protect him. I have to I wasn't care about anything else. Mm -hmm. Protect my son. It was the goal. I didn't see any borders. I see the goal. And the main point was my son to make him safe and make sure that he is safe and he won't any have won't have any trauma in his life by not seeing the most horrible things in the world. When I crossed the border, it was around two AM, it was late night. I just stopped on the highway like around five. I, I wasn't believing. I was just crossed through the all these like points, security points. There was like four different points or five. And I was super scared that the, I wasn't able to do that. But finally, we crossed through. I went through five, maximum seven kilometers from the border on the highway and just stopped. And my son was sleeping back and I was start crying. I mean, after that feeling, I mean, when I crossed the border, yeah, I realized that sun is completely protected, and that was the like happiness. But even more than happiness, it took sadness and feel of the feel guilty, feel guilty for my my nation, for Ukraine, for I run away. The feeling that I done something bad for my country and people there. I start really judging myself that it is not correct yeah. but again i look back on, on this chair in the kid on the kid chair in the car and i realized no everything is correct that was the matter 
number one matter for me. I have to deal with him. And when we already met my wife in a few days, first long time, several days, yeah. I was super down that I left the country. And I was still even saying a couple of times to my wife, maybe I have to go back. Maybe I have to hold back. Maybe. But logically speaking, I would not give any value there because what we done when i went out we just start building a plan what we're gonna how we're gonna help and we start helping financially on the points where it really needed not like in the general uh, bank account of the ukrainian military no yeah, we, yeah. we haven't done that it means like there is other people going straight to the point yeah uh, yeah like people lost uh, their house they're running from the shelter from Kharkov to Kyiv okay they need uh, pampers they need food they need place where to stay like they need a lot of things and volunteers are arranging that but they need finances hey we're gonna help you out in my local city where I grew up Zaporizhia there is like it's next to the front where is all the thing is happening my friends from my company still there they decided not to go and they were arranging, we like, we sending money and they were arranging a lot of like quadrocopters, night visions, bulletproof jackets and a lot of other things to the soldiers on the front. And I start feeling myself much better, but still feel guilty. Uh, later on, I understood. I look on my wife, I look on my son. We are all together. We are protected. We are safe. I take care of my mom. My mom came to another border and I brought her to Germany. I take care of my mom, mother-in-law, my sister-in-law. So I'm the. if I won't be there, won't be nobody would be take care of them. And they would be going through the hard path. But, but because of me, of us, my wife, my son and me, we were able to really help them out to make this transition as soft as possible, especially mm -hmm. financially. Yeah. Because financially, we weren't able to help out all, all of them and they, we will bring them with us. And in the same time, we, I was helping to Ukraine. So that's why I believe we done correct way in terms of the family person in terms of the relatives especially my mom my mother-in-law they are saved and because of me they were like smoothly take this transition yeah. so but to give a summary about that what is the point that entrepreneurship and entrepreneur experience entrepreneur experience gives me possibilities to make it happen yes. to bring my son in the safe place to be with my wife and help my relatives and help into Ukraine because first of all financially I'm able to do that and secondly the experience in the business allows me do not quit and understand that any kind of thing is manageable mm -hmm. and if I will manage this stuff and my my son and me we're gonna survive and we're gonna make it happen nothing in business is not able to be a real problem to compare to this so but to saying that at the end is that every problem in the business is manageable if it's not related to your life yeah that's was the biggest outcome from whole that situation when i was staying in the queue i was telling to myself that all the problems in the business it's not the problems problems is here and right if we manage if we manage this problem nothing could stop us mm -hmm. and that's what i'm telling to everyone out there i know guys hopefully you listen all the things because i really want to bring to you the mental strong understanding yeah that you are able to manage the problems even you think it's not manageable most of the time they looks like not manageable but 
if you look on that on another angle and give it a bit time and a lot of tries, a lot of fails, you will yeah. find out the solution, which is yeah. allows you to move forward. Wow. That's my output. Wow. 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 That sounds great. And for anyone listening, I mean, you, there, it's been a roller coaster as we're talking. Like I'm just speechless in terms of your journey. And again, you cannot just say to the trolls and to the people who maybe sometimes don't like what you do, or just think you are just this big shot who talks about marketing and da, 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 da. There's much more to it, you know? And if you don't know the person, just don't make any comment, you know? Just don't, you never know what somebody has been through or what has someone survived. I wanted to go a bit more onto the light side of things to talk about the business. And with Golden Stream Media, you've been doing so well. So we spoke about earlier, I think a previous conversation where in January 2018, you were around making revenue around 50K uh, dollars. And then towards the end of that year, it was around, around $150,000. And then towards the, I think the next year, around August or July, that you, you made almost your first kind of million. I wanted to ask for anyone that's listening and is doing business, what do you feel people don't do that doesn't allow them to have longevity or longevity in business and also to scale in business? One answer for sure for that, it's building a team. We are always scared and thinking it's not that important and we're scared to do the any next necessary steps and especially spend some more money. Something what is looks, I can do by myself. Okay. Then faster you start building the team, then faster your brain start focusing on the next step on the business, not on the internal operation things. Because operation things could be managed by people, but next steps to grow the business, it could be it should be managed by you or other person who you're gonna be hiring, and he will be focusing exactly on that. So just by but by that being said, ninety nine percent of people who are dealing with the business, they staying still small business owners and making X amount or even closing their doors because it doesn't work for them or they just exhausted and burn out is because they're doing everything by themselves. You should build a team not to become lazy and do nothing. No, you build a team to move forward to the next steps and how to do that. You have to have, you must have a free time to, to make these steps happen. So the, your work is network as a business owner, network with the right people and make the necessary steps, learn the necessary subjects, understand how to manage the team and make your company great from good to great. Yes. And the team supposed to be managed under your vision, supposed yeah. to manage the company and make it rolling nonstop. Yeah. And then you're going to be just taking step by step further. And this is where I start hiring the team in March 2020 when COVID started. Everyone was losing the jobs. Everyone was crying that they will die. And I just decided that I will push forward. It's okay. the biggest opportunities ever in the humanist history. And in first months, we made 4x or 5x. I believe 5x to compare to like any other months in the past. 5x in the first months because I hired three people. Okay. Three people. 5x. And after that, another two or three x and another, and we just start growing. I mean, that's the point, like hiring the team. I, I wanted to even ask what makes 
because you must have had some bad hires along the way. You must have had some bad people. And then afterwards you hire them and then you fire them and then you hire new people and then they work for longer. And then, but you do fire some. So I wanted to ask what makes a good team player? First of all, you're supposed to understand that they have the same or similar mindset like yours. I mean, they for the long run, they don't want to make a cash today now and that's it. They're looking for the perspective. They are really supposed to enjoy what they are doing and they're supposed to enjoy to spend to other team members. So if these three things are working together, so then there is no reason for the person leave the company. And especially he's supposed to be happy about, like we build, we giving main vision, we're giving the lifestyle, life, laptop lifestyle. The person can do the work at 2 a.m., can do the work at 8 a.m., 2 p.m., it doesn't matter. The most important, the work supposed to be done. So which is means it's allowed to our guys in the team. Now we are 40 plus people in the team. Yeah. Allow them to live the laptop lifestyle and do the work from where they want and when they want. When they want. So, uh, yeah, and they deciding and managing their day. They don't have this five time, five times a week, they must sit in the office or whatever, yeah. nothing. Yeah. Like everything, it's how they, and so that's why the person's supposed to be a similar mindset like you and self-controlled person. So they, because they, they're working for themselves. They're supposed to understand, yeah, like we have a formula, let's say, in the team, who, uh, you're gonna earn as much as how how much you're gonna done, and they are interested to make it more, and they're interested to make it like on the long run for them. So they're yeah. working for themselves. Okay. And they uh, they have self discipline to do the things in whatever it takes, but yeah. on the time which is most suitable for them. So give them flexibility. Uh, we uh, see that they have similar similar mindset. And they're supposed to enjoy what they're doing and with whom they're doing. Okay. But then, then yeah, then it would be a great part. Okay, cool. That sounds great. I know we are just wrapping up. For anyone that's listened, I think you should be definitely inspired by Anatoly and his work, but not only his work, but also his, his mindset, his worth ethic, and also his background as well. I just have a few more questions. We're just going to wrap up. We're going to talk a bit about your achievements and what, what you've done. And also for the future in terms of advertising and e-commerce, as well as the kind of upcoming recession. I wanted to ask as well, what do you see the future of advertising looking like? Obviously we, we Facebook ads was the massive platform back in the day, but now there's TikTok ads, there's influence marketing. What do you think works in terms of e-commerce or is going to work later on for the future? Good question. Uh, so first of all, what we notice is TikTok getting a big attention right now from the audience and Facebook losing positions, not because of TikTok, Facebook losing position because of them. They making the nightmare for marketers to work on their platform. It's a nightmare. It's a real, like we are dealing with Facebook and we won't quit on Facebook because Facebook still has the biggest audience, biggest output there in terms of advertising. Okay, they're still leaders, but they're losing position. And so many big entrepreneurs who are making 100 millions a year just quit on Facebook forever. I mean, are seriously, like I was shocked that they just quit on it. And I said to myself, no, we're going to keep going. But it's uh, but we'll make attention to TikTok as well. So people moved directly to TikTok only. We moved TikTok and Facebook both platforms uh, at the moment, and it just 
what's the future about facebook they're trying to be, become tiktok uh, view style for organic uh, for visitors for all yeah. the things and plus they are updating algorithms according to that as well but what is the future i would say is the like if you want to be a great advertiser it doesn't matter it would be tiktok or facebook in general advertiser it, it is already in, in our days it's not like before influencers to the audience brand to the audience it is audience to the audience so consumer to consumer that's why in our days ugc content unique generated content yeah is something what is there for sure the future mm-hmm. of the advertising because ugc allows us to get content from our consumers who are gonna use the product and tell their feedback to the audience without any call to actions without selling points just how it is how they like it or they don't like, they like it, it yeah. Or, uh, yeah so obviously you're gonna be used how they like it so how they like it why they like it so they pointing out to us advertisers what exactly the real bullet points in the niche like they exactly saying what's the strong point of the product so ugc content is the future I mean, it was always there, but it was mostly from influencers. It was mostly from big stars. So if you are speaking about big brands and so on, now people want to see just like them. They want to see the same people like them, like Dwayne Johnson. He has tequila, uh, Teramana tequila. Really, I, I'm, I'm not drinking since 2026 at all. Okay. But when I visited the United States, I was really looking for this freaking tequila to buy it and try it. Because I was super appreciate and respect his team approach in terms of marketing. In yeah. Instagram, he's like 300 million follower page. Yeah. So like, in instagram they just made it like hey buy the bottle record the video how you have a fun and they post it on his page and it was you it was simple families simple friends simple girlfriends simple like people who are Mm. on simple kitchen on the simple yard just having fun and sharing and it became it's got massive feedback and, yeah. be, and people see, you know, like, I want to be on his page, yeah. first of all. I want to have a fun and show the, and point it out, you know. And there was, like, ridiculous videos even, not just... And it was nothing about the scenario. It was the real people experience with this freaking tequila. And, like, I love the approach and I have to try the tequila. And I'm like, shit, this marketing is working. Even me, I want to yeah, try it because yeah. I'm, I'm wondering, you know, I'm wondering. Wow. And uh, that's, I, I believe it is a perfect example about consumer to consumer. Yeah, That's yeah. really what's working in our days, wow. I believe and, so. And I agree as well because recently I was talking to someone, I was saying uh, Beyonce recently joined TikTok. And her first video to basically promote her album, she put together videos of people dancing to her songs, singing to her songs. I think the one, the Break My Soul that she had released. And when she put those all together, she tagged the people that had done, put the UGC videos or content together. And it's, again, even TikTok themselves said the queen is here, you know. And so UGC is definitely something that, is going to be the future. I definitely agree with you. And it's something that we should definitely take note of, especially in e-commerce. Okay. So the final next question I wanted to ask was you, you are part of the Forbes business council. You've also got an award to be part of the, the one comma club, if I'm correct, which says that you've generated over $1 million in revenue. I wanted to ask, what is the feeling? Is it, wow, I've accomplished something great or it's like, okay, I wasn't really expecting this. 
let's keep on moving, let's keep on going. Or it's like, okay, take a minute to celebrate this and then we move on. Like what, what's the mindset behind that, those special moments along the way? Uh, first of all, just want to answer that we have a couple of two comma clubs uh, awards and we are applying for another few right now. Okay, so uh, yeah, plus, yeah, uh, we have as well seven figures award from uh, my mentor and we are waiting for another three, I believe. Okay. They're really looking forward for three comma club from uh, traffic and uh, from click funnels, yeah. which is 10 million award. That's really we're looking forward to achieve. Amazing. And just to, it's a good thing, you know, like what we were feeling. Uh, to come back back in 2018, it's almost a year how I'm doing the day commerce already. I felt the first year full of fails, full of fails, couple of money here, couple of money there, but huge loss there, huge muscle loss there, you know. <laughs> but I mean, it, it was the journey. The first year was real, real nightmare, but an unbelievable excited nightmare. I mean, I wasn't ever such excited like the first year in my life in e-commerce. So the thing is in 2018, I found out what does it mean to come a club. I found out what is, does it mean click funnels? And I was like, wow, but it's not for me. It's one million. It's nothing. It's nothing what is what I can do. I yeah. want just to make some money for my family, for my son, when he'll come. Yeah. So it's not for me, but I was like, wow, those people really like us. And those people are, are really making results. And this kind of like, for me, it was something like I was looking and it was inspiration. Yeah. I was inspiring myself. After that, I started saying to myself, maybe in one day I should get one. In one, I start. I started believing. I mean, yeah. because I was reading a lot of books about, yeah. like, again, mindset and plus, uh, I start getting results, especially when I start getting, as you mentioned, first 50k ever, and like one day I must have that. One day it will be with me, and plus my mentor as well give to another student seven figure award in Shopify for making results on Shopify over okay. a million. And I'm like, fuck, it's not for me, but one day. I'll get it. Like I'm far from how how people could get to that level. I, I I'm far, but I will get it. I will make it happen. And 2019, I got from Shopify. I mean, from my mentor about made in Shopify for seven figures. He sent to me the plug. It was unbelievable moment. My wife didn't understand me. Like it's a plug. What what? Ah, and for me, it's not just a plug. Yeah, he, he, like uh, okay, well done. Like I thought, oh, what do you mean, well done? Like, <laughs> no, it's it, it's something. What I was It's like for me, like yeah. you know, I, I, I it for me. It was something huge. So and and after that, and I was like, and you know, I got it, and I'm like whoa. And that's it. And start proud just that I have it. But whoa, and I just moving forward. Okay. But when we got uh, ClickFunnels, because it's a it's billion dollar company. Yeah. When I got from ClickFunnels the plug back in 2020. In 2020, we got two. In six months, we got two plugs. Yeah, in four months, we achieved another million and they uh, send that to us in two months, uh, another one. So total six months different between two plugs. Yeah. And uh, 2021, when I got the first plug, that moment I stuck for a bit. And I was just looking on that plug and couldn't believe that there is my name and in my company name because it's not me, it's our team. 
uh, that block it's for our team it's not about me without them i won't be able ever to do that wow. so but i was just like looking and it's name of our company it's my name on it and i'm like holding oh my god and i remember 2018 like shit uh, like in one day i will have it and i'm looking on it like like it it was just a proud moment and yeah. my wife that moment as well like step on me and my son already grow up a bit 2020 already and he like pop what is that i explained it and my mom started oh, my, my wife started saying to him that some kind of compliments that this is for achievements and yeah. so on and i was amazed i was really amazed and after that in six months uh, we received the like we were invited for Forbes Business Council. Yeah. We receive as well like a plug from there that I'm a member of Forbes Business Council. And in the same time, we received the Tukoma Club. So in the same day, a second one. So when I opened the one thing, second thing, like, whoa, like six months different. I remember that feeling, but now it's already a second game. And that feeling was like moving forward. More like it was just like already normal, and it was funny for me because I was looking for that as a life achievement. But at the end, it became just like okay, moving forward, what's next? Yeah, let's move on. And th that's, I believe, the right feeling when you just look on it and you okay, let's move forward, nothing changed. And uh, actually, even with my first ever sale on the Shopify, mm -hmm. when people saying you never forget your first sale. And I, people always like, oh my God, I was crying and so on when I got first sale. When I got first sale, I remember. I got first sale, I look on my phone. Oh, shit, sale. Whoa. Okay, what's next? Okay, it what's was, next? Uh, yeah, I like, uh, like I, I haven't like, oh my God, crying. No, like, what's next? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was, my life is all about what's next because and actually i i learned that thing uh, later from another book which is called in win yeah, by winner by the team grower i believe yeah unbelievable book where it's explaining that win it's now and today tomorrow it's not a win anymore tomorrow you have another challenges like win won't, will never stay with you forever it's just a moment so tomorrow you have to fight for another wins and you like get, and, I, and i understood that feeling because before i couldn't describe that feeling and now after reading that book a year ago i understood what is the feeling when you see something okay what's next yeah it's showing you that you're strong mentally and you are able to go and move forward that's that's wonderful if you have similar feeling when you get some wins believe me it's a great great feeling don't feel that you are just tough you are like not appreciated it's different with appreciation the importance is feel that uh, you're appreciating let's move on here it is done let's uh, achieve another thing yeah and obviously important thing when you win and this is a big win anyway it's always a uh, like different level in your life when when you get seven figure plug or, or six figure plug or whatever any kind of like course achievement and you got a certificate yeah any win or you got your first ten thousand dollars a day a month a week whatever celebrate so when you get some win just celebrate not go all in and vip and, yeah. and so on yeah. yeah no just go go on the dinner with your parents with your wife or like what i'm how i'm celebrating because actually whatever i want i will done for me yeah. like i love jump with the parachute and like skydiving i love do something uh, some I, I love emotional things for okay. me emotional things is the is the best gifts ever which i can get physical gifts it's it's just a material thing especially in the war yeah. we left everything at home 
and then we, even my plugs i'm so missing them they're no. back in ukraine but i will deliver them later on by somehow let's see yeah. anyway just what i'm saying that what important here is uh, you need to celebrate and how i celebrating i'm buying for my wife and my son something mm-hmm. or making some fun for them wow. so they are they are super happy and i'm looking on them i'm i'm i'm, I'm happy of having this fun with them like and that's make me like always win supposed to be make you feel better uh, how celebrate a bit do some small thing which is will make your life different take weekend if you have already a good financial uh, situation and you always think oh my god i'm tired i have to go to for, for to fly somewhere to go somewhere or i wish to be there at least once if you're already on the level where you can but still uh, telling yourself i wish one time make this one time today i mean this is this is you're gonna feel because it's gonna be another dream come true yeah it's another win and you'll feel even more warmer and more grateful for first win so make something what you dream about a long time ago and and do that wow wow that sounds great and fortunately unfortunately we've come to the end and i just wanted to say Naman, thank you. Thank you for being open. Thank you for being honest. And also, as I'm talking to you and as we're building this friendship, one thing I really like is your mindset and your mentality. It's like, keep on going, keep on going. We can't stop. From the 18-year-old or 90-year-old who was in a bank, working in a bank in Ukraine, to now having been part of the Two Comma Club and Forbes Business Council. I mean, your, your 18-year-old self, Aratelli, would be thinking, Come on, let's do this. Let's go, you know? And so just want to say anyone that's listening and anyone that's watching, be inspired, be motivated. I just want to ask, where can they find more information about you in terms of your business, in terms of what you do? What's your social media handle, that type of thing? Uh, yeah, sure. So I'm most active on Instagram, which is Ecom by Anatoly. It's my personal business Instagram and our company website, goldenstreammedia.com or goldenstreamteam in uh, Instagram okay. as well. We are active there. And uh, yeah, YouTube channel, Anatoly Wabinski. We are, we are delivering there every single week some valuable content about the mindset as well, about the dropshipping, about the e-commerce in general, Shopify. Yeah. So it's super useful content. We have great feedback on it. So if you'd like, just subscribe to the channel, write comments, what kind of subject you would like to see. And usually if someone writes to us some subject, we're trying to record a video about that to deliver the value exactly what people are looking for. Okay. Wow. Wow. That's great. So yeah, I'll, I'll definitely get that from your team and put it in the description so that they can take a look at that but yeah once again this has been the daily dose of boss i am energized motivated inspired to go and continue what i'm doing and also you should be as well to be the next founder next ceo and to do what you can and and just know that what you're in is just for a season and there is much more to be done afterwards thank you so much anatelli really appreciate it thank you for your time and we will see you guys later once again this is daily dose of boss find us on spotify apple music youtube any other media channel as well you would be able to find us on really appreciate that take care guys thank you so much thank you jason i appreciate it